When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Today marks the 30th anniversary of Martina McBride's iconic album, The Way That I Am, which arrived on September 14, 1993, introducing country music fans to her iconic hit, Independence Day. She joined me in 2019 before playing the Rock and Roll for Children benefit concert at the Fillmore in Silver Spring, Maryland. Martina, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. My pleasure. Now, uh, this year, uh, as always, it benefits the Children's Inn uh, at NIH. How'd they reach out to you, and why did you say, well, you know, you had a, you got a busy schedule. How'd, how'd you say, oh, right, I'm pushing my chips in on this particular event? Yeah, well, it's a great event, and, um, you know, all of the money goes to benefit um, the children, you know, and I just have a soft spot in my heart for kids. I have three daughters of my own, and um, so anytime we can do something to help, I'm there. Absolutely. And I think last year it was, it was Ann Wilson. I think the previous year it was Stephen Van Sand. They always get a big lineup. Do you know who else is going to be sharing the stage with you? I'm not sure. I think I read something about Shaka Khan, which is incredible. Oh my, <laughs> that's now true. that's a double bill. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have an idea of uh, what we might hear? Do you, I mean, are you still working out that set list? Or, or is it something where you're going to be performing with other people? Or is it mostly just going to be you, you know, doing the solo thing? As I understand it, it's just me doing doing a show, and we'll do you know a lot of of, of our hits. Um, we'll be doing like this one's for the girls, um, Independence Day, Broken Wing, Anyway, um, Love's the Only House, which will be especially appropriate for the evening. Yeah, so it's just a you know we have a, a fun show. Most my band has been with me for a long, long time, so it's like family, and we just love to get up and play music. Well, you just mentioned a bunch of my favorite country songs ever, so I think it's <laughs> going to be a good show. Um, take me back um, to when you first got into music, because this is for the children. So when you were a kid, how did you, I mean, you grew up in Kansas. Was it a dairy farm? How'd you get into singing? Uh, did your father perform some? Yeah, my dad has retired now, but he was a farmer, but he also was a musician, and he had a country band on the side as a hobby, and I started singing in the band when I was about seven years old just always wanted to sing since I was about four and um, so it really just something that I fell into naturally and and just you know at some point decided to pursue a career and moved to Nashville in 1990 and um, was lucky enough to get a record deal and have been making records and touring ever since. Who were those idols back then growing up what you know was it the Dollies or you know or what or even other genres even? Yeah I well I grew up singing like Reba and um, Dolly and Loretta and and stuff that was popular on the radio in the in the 80s um but then i moved and i started singing in a rock band so i sang ann wilson um journey pat benatar linda ronstadt was one of my idols um and then i sang for a while in a band that did you know whitney houston and aretha franklin and whatever was popular on the radio as well like madonna (laughs) and just sort of just sort of sung um a bit of everything and then um settled on going back to my country roots and, and moved to Nashville and, and 
and I've been doing that ever since. How did that happen? You, so you and your, I know you got married and you and your husband moved to Nashville around 89, 90-ish. Um, was he working on Garth Brooks's crew or how, what, did I, what, what's the story with that? Well, he had a local sound company um, in Wichita, Kansas, that he moved to Nashville when we moved here. And he got, uh, he actually just got an offer to go and mix um, sound for Garth Brooks um, for a, sh- a couple of shows and then kept in touch. And when Garth could carry production, when he blew up overnight and could uh, afford to carry production, he hired John's sound company and hired John as production manager. So he went out and toured as his production manager for several years. And, and uh, I went out and sold T-shirts for Garth for about a year um, <laughs> while I was trying to get a record deal. Gotcha. And then you, you so two... I could be with my husband on the road. Yeah, that's perfect. And then you guys cut the demo together, and that that led to the original record deal. Exactly. That's right with RCA Records. That's so awesome. All right. So that was the first album, and then I remember. I mean, the the big blow up you mentioned earlier, Independence Day. I always thought it was so cool that that was. I mean, to me, that's an all timer country song. That's going to be in every top you know hundred list ever whenever they make those. Um, but I love the double meaning of it. You know, it's become this patriotic anthem. But it really talk about how originally it was that a gutsy song about a, a controversial issue is domestic violence. Yeah, um, Independence Day is is about. Uh, domestic violence. It's told through the eyes of the child who's now grown up. And I, when I heard it, I was just blown away. And I'm from a really small town in Kansas, kind of a farming community where nobody really talked about domestic violence at all, ever. So um, when I heard the song, I felt like it would be the kind of song that would could help someone, you know. And, and through that song, I got really educated very quickly about how massive the problem of domestic violence and violence against women and children is in, in, in the world and in this country. And I got a lot of letters from women telling me their stories. And, and that song, you know, was kind of banned on the radio. There were 10 stations that never played the song. It only reached the top. It reached number 10 was its peak position. But, you know, it went on to become my career song. And, and um, I'm just so grateful for that song and for being able to be the, the one that it kind of traveled through, you know, out into the world. Cause it, cause it, it, you know, it gave women, some women, the courage to leave their situations. It also gave women a feeling that they weren't alone, that somebody was, you know, understood what they were going through. And I didn't write that song. It was written by this amazing writer named Gretchen Peters. And, you know, I just, I just feel so lucky that I, that that song found me. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, you were ahead of the curve. You really were one of the first to actually talk about that issue. So thanks for that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
I mean, but all those, I mean, all those early hits are like, you know, the soundtrack of a lot of our youth. My Baby Loves Me, Wild Angel, all those songs, Broken Wing, Happy Girl. How do you think you, with all those, when you're first coming out, those first few albums, how did you separate yourself from the Faith Hills and the Shania's and the Reba's? Like, what do you think differentiated you and your sound, other than that you could belt the damn rafters off? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. I don't know. I, I, I think it's, I never really thought about that when I was starting out you know I never thought about how to set myself apart I just always found songs that I felt really passionate about and you know I was very involved in the making of my own records and production and I feel like we came up with a sound that was different um for the time and just it was just a lot of um heart and hard work you know and 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 fun and <laughs> it was fun too on top of all of that <laughs> well i just i mean i've seen you do it live it, it's one it's one thing when you see you know someone that you know sounds great in a, in a recording or you know on the radio but for you you've always been one of those ones that stands above the rest of the crowd when you see you live like when you, those high notes come you you know you almost hold your seat and can they do it can they do it at various shows but you <laughs> you actually can do it take i mean we're radio but paint a picture of when you're on stage what do you do you ever have that moment right before when you're like all right i gotta unlock that upper register what is that even like because i think you can go as high as anyone oh well thank you it's, it's you know some nights are better than others it's 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 a great feeling it's very um like i said i've been doing it since i was a kid so linda ronstadt said one time she said that when when you sing when you're singing and you're and you're on you know you're doing it well it's like skiing downhill it's just this really exhilarating um physical feeling that's that's pretty awesome and then you know when you're connecting with an audience when the audience is with you and they're there with their heart and soul and their emotions. It's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I'm so lucky that I get to do this with my life. You know, I, I mean, I, I feel so grateful. Because it's a pretty awesome thing, I will say. <laughs> it really is. I like the skiing analogy. Your country slaloming. It's great. Um, so, uh, yeah. how did I noticed once you you know once you became a mother, a lot of your songs started. I mean, how did that affect you? Because I know a lot of your songs. You know, th- you got this one's for the girls, and in my daughter's eyes, a lot of those songs start coming out. How did take me into that part of your career, and how do you think that actually you know being a mother actually influenced those songs? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, becoming a mother changes your whole world. It changes everything. And um, I never really thought specifically how it, cha- would, how it changed my song choices, but uh, looking back, obviously it did. I don't know if I would have been able to sing in my daughter's eyes without having, you know, a daughter at the time. And, um, and I still love singing that song. It, it, I, I see all three of my girls in that song, you know, three girls. And um, so, yeah, and, you know, songs like Concrete Angel, I don't know. I just think it opens your heart. Um, more, you know, when you become a mother, you see the world in a different way and in a more probably compassionate way. So yeah, songs like In My Daughter's Eyes, Concrete Angel, even Love's the Only House came along. um, And I was open to them probably more than if I hadn't had children. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we could we could sit here and talk all day about all your songs, but we won't. Let's end it on on that hopeful note. Anyway, you mentioned it earlier. I've always loved that. I thought it was one of your more underrated songs. Um, it's just that hopeful message, and it's a good place to end the interview. It's just that hopeful message of, you know, what's the lyrics? You know, the world's gone crazy. It's hard to believe the world will be better than today. Yeah. But believe it anyway and yeah. sing it anyway. And I think that ties into this charity event, too. But why, why do you think that's, that's just a good attitude of, of hope that no matter what's facing us, um, rise above it and just believe, do it anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a great message, right? I mean, it's really better than the alternative. And, uh, 
you know, I think everybody has to have hope. Every human being has to have hope to, to keep going forward, to keep getting up every day. And, and so obviously these, these families and children and their parents are facing incredibly tough times. And so, you know, I feel like um, having some hope, especially in that situation is so important. So that song, every, when I sing that song every night, it, or every show, it, it, speaks to me differently and and it still resonates you know all these years later and I feel like especially that line that you mentioned about you know this world's gone crazy and it's hard to believe that tomorrow will be better than today believe it anyway that that line in particular uh kind of soothes me and 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 comforts me when I sing that so I hope it does that same thing for someone else Awesome. It definitely does. Well, you've been more than generous with your time, so thanks again for joining us. Again, uh, Martina McBride, it's uh, the Rock and Roll for Children Benefits, an annual thing they do. Uh, It's Saturday, March 23rd at the Fillmore in Silver Spring. Closing words, why should everyone come on out? Well, because it's um, a great cause, and it it goes to benefit children and their families and the Children's Inn at NIH, and it's going to be a fun night. So it's a win-win. You get to have fun and listen to some music and... um, also raise a lot of money for a really great cause. Awesome. Thanks so much. You've been great. Everyone, Martina McBride on WTOP. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Our theme music is Scott Buckley's Clarion. Remember to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.